Some viewers may find the following video disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. It's 4 o'clock in L.A. It's 6 o'clock in Chicago. It's 7 p.m. in the Big Apple, New York City. Hello, everybody. Matt Dog, the Scipio. Joined, as I am each and every week, by Amelia Pitbull Chapman. Amelia, how the hell are you today? Doing good. Just uh, drizzling here a little bit. So. It's drizzling. Mm-hmm. I, keep that crap in Florida. <laughs> oh, yeah. We Don't need the rain. We hear anything about rain or moisture. No. We need it here, and of course. And a dry blue sky. I love it that way. Let's keep it. Okay. Sure. Keep the, the typhoons and hurricanes and rain <laughs> and the, the freaking panhandle. Yeah. Or, or close to where the hell you oh, are. <laughs> the hurricanes can stay away. Trust me. <laughs> I am also joined tonight. Yes. My pet, the rowdy rev. Rowdy rev. You quick house. Yeah. How are you doing? Hey. What have you been up to, Pastor? I've been painting my kitchen. Painting your kitchen, and it looks like a beautiful farmhouse green. Yes. Yes. I have to say, the people that have been asking about the Rowdy Rev, by the way, you have fans out there. Yes. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They wanted to know where you were on the last show. I said, I kicked his ass to the curb. He's been and mean, ain't he? He has a lot <laughs> going on at the church. They just painted the church. Beautiful. Mike oh, yes. did a hell of a job yes, painting that did. church. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Just you know, it's amazing. I've always said that a little bit of paint can can breathe new life into an old building. That's a 200-year-old. This, this building here, our house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brother, you should have seen this place when we, it was. I'm not lying, folks. My house was puke green when I moved in. <laughs> the ugliest house on the street. Now it was worse than split pea. Oh, like vomit green. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like the exorcist. Exactly. Yeah. Pea soup. <laughs> and it went from the ugliest house on the street to the prettiest house. This on the is street. the most beautiful house on the street. It is. I will say that. Thank you. This, this house should be in, in a magazine. Honestly, the way Anita has it looking at you. Mm-hmm. It's- no, you said it right. Anita. She gets all the credit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I take no credit because I didn't do shit. Especially the way she has it decorated for Christmas. You walk in. It is. It's it's, that's the thing. It's lived in. It's a lived-in yes. home. And it feels beautiful. beautiful. house. Mm-hmm. I said to my wife yesterday, I said, I don't tell you enough, but you make this place beautiful. She does. She really beautiful does. House. She really does. Yes. Um, We got a heck of a show tonight. Oh, yeah. We are going to talk tonight about... <laughs> The new religion of exclusion. Mm. Okay? Religion was supposed to be inclusive, wasn't it? That was Jesus said, come unto me. Is that what he said? Yes. Right? Many times. 
I believe he said, you know, come come this way, follow me, right? right? Now it's the new religion is get away from me. I don't want to bother with you. Stay away. Right. Now, question we're asking tonight is how did God become a bigot? And that's and we're going to get into some heated discussion tonight. Yeah, there's that one verse, come out from among them and be ye separate. A lot of churches use that one. You're going to hear that yeah. tonight, Pastor. Yeah. <laughs> hear that tonight. You're also going to see some pastors that will make you crawl underneath the table. Oh. Yeah. I've um, met a couple. <laughs> yeah. So, so have I. I've been in their churches. That's why I stayed away from church for a long time. Um, before we do anything with the religious zealots, then they're all right. Amelia the Pitbull Chapman yes. introduced me to a woman named Sandra. Sandra has a little video I want to share with you. <laughs> then we're going to we're going to see another video, but take a look mm -hmm. at this before we get into the religious. Sure. This is a little bit of humor because <laughs> the only humor we're going to have tonight. Right. Serious show. So take a look at the at Sandra. Little little levity here. Hi. Hey, y'all, it's Sandra. Uh, I know y'all ain't going to believe this, but I, I'm looking for Joe Biden. <laughs> Anybody seen him? Uh, is he at the beach? <laughs> no. Uh, is he in the basement? Could be. <laughs> okay. uh, oh, is he even up yet? Is it, Or is he taking a nap? Yeah. He's, he's up, okay. Uh, well, let's see here. Ah, is he at the ice cream shop? I bet he's at the ice cream shop. <laughs> uh, well, anyhow, I don't know where he's at. He may be out running errands for Hunter. I don't know. But when he comes in, would you please give him this message? So, Joe, this is for you. This is for you. And I just wanted you to know that the other day I was watching, and I saw you hand out some awesome advice. I mean, I, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but it was just spectacular. I mean, it was cut and dry. It, you had no trouble understanding where you stood on that subject, and it was just, it was just awesome. I was just astounded at, at the words that come from your mouth. It just, just so, so quick and on point. And uh, so I am going to offer you the same advice that you gave because it was so good. And I thought, well, I'm just going to revert it right back to you. Ain't that nice of me? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, what, I'm, I, what I'm saying is, is it's in response to you asking for a second term for president. And my response is, don't. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just don't. 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 No. Don't. Don't. I think it's pretty clear. Oh, <laughs> hey. You gotta love this. I do. I love her. She sounds like she's either from Tennessee or Georgia. She's a Southern Belle. Yeah, she's, I believe, Tennessee. <laughs> she's from Tennessee. Uh, imagine that. Yeah, because I recognize the dialect. Her demeanor is very likable, actually. I love she, her. The other thing you could tell why she's from Tennessee. Mm -hmm. She's fucking sarcastic as yep. the day is long. Yeah. They are the most. They'll tell you to go fuck yourself with a smile on their face, mm -hmm. and you'll say thank you. Right. 
Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Your heart. Means fuck you in your ass. That's what bless your heart means. It means fuck you in your ass mm-hmm. without Vaseline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No lube. Now, here's a here is the object of Sandra's affection. This was a video. He did not know he was being recorded. Uh oh. And this is making the rounds, this video. And it's very, very damning. In fact, it's been on the news twice. Listen to this. Pay close attention. Hold on. Why is there no no sound to this? Oh, sure. Oh, hold on. Let's do this again. Can you whisper a secret? You're one sexy kid. Don't tell mommy what I told you. You got it? Mm-hmm. I'm recording. Oh, you're recording. I made it Recording. He oh, didn't know he was. Did, wow. did you hear what he said? Yes. Oh, you're recording. Let's play it again. Watch this. This fucking creep. Let me whisper a secret. You're one sexy kid. Don't tell mommy what I told you. You got it? I'm recording. Oh, you're recording. I made it open. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That's the one creepy motherfucker. And why isn't that son of a bitch in jail? I want to know why the mother and father, by the way, who was standing right there, the father, listen to this one. The father is the one who recorded that. Why didn't he do anything about it? Yeah. What are you going to do? He's the president of the United States, surrounded by 50 gorillas called the Secret Service. You don't fuck with them guys. They'll kill you. They're for real. Those guys don't play. That's a shame, man. They got one job. They got one job. Yeah. Protect that asshole. That's their only job. Protect him. Nothing else matters. It's so sad what this country has come to. That just because I'm telling you, like, mm-hmm. I have many children. I mean, I just yeah. don't have one being a pastor. You have many. And mm-hmm. I know even with my own nieces and nephews, if somebody like, oh, I would be beside myself. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Well, tonight, um, Mia, you and I had discussions about what we were going to do tonight. Right. And we thought maybe we'd just, you know, kind of wing it. Right. So this is what we're doing. We're just this I threw this show together today. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't take me long at all. It took me about 15 minutes, maybe 20. Um, we were going to just talk about some bullshit stuff tonight. Right. But I thought to myself, after seeing something on television, I thought to myself. We have to address this issue head on. Churches need to talk about this. Union Church needs to talk about this. Absolutely. The mega churches need to talk about this. Because I'm going to show you some stuff tonight that's going to curl your hair. Even you, Pastor, who has very little to start. My beard might curl. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
It is the grays will curl up even more. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's what'll happen to you. <laughs> it, by way of setting up tonight's discussion, and we're gonna be here for a little bit, I'm gonna show you some of the most famous and in some cases infamous television evangelists ever. Uh, some of them you will know, Amelia, some of them you will not just based on your age. Okay. Because you're a real child over here. <laughs> <laughs> now, Pastor's younger than you, but he's an old soul and he studied in mm -hmm. this particular field. Let's take a look at this, Pastor. Okay. Sure. Okay. We are looking at a guy named Joel Osteen. Huh. Okay. <laughs> he's Smiley. one of those people that preaches the gospel of exclusion. The prosperity gospel. Be ye separate from them. Okay? Um, be uh, How does the Bible say? Be of the world, but not... Be in the world, but not of the world. That's the gospel of exclusion. Why? Why is it? Here's why. Because to the, to the detriment of everything, including the gospel, they are completely ostracizing their own flock for for prosperity well, sake. for money yeah, yeah that, yes that, that's what we're talking They're about brainwashing for money it's the prosperity gospel the prosperity gospel is the gospel of exclusion uh -huh. why because they're separate and apart they are the wealthy they're the rich that they don't talk or deal with peons like me and amelia and you okay because we're peons in this like and guess what? I'm proud to be so. Thank you very much. Um, Joe Austin, his church is the Houston Summit. <laughs> it's a stadium. Yes. Okay. That is 75,000 seats <laughs> is his church. You know what's funny? His we church. have 3,000 people in Clementon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the whole village in the town. Is exactly. Right. <laughs> And if you look at all of his pictures, <laughs> he looks like a fucking creep. That oh, smile yeah. is just a creepy fucking smile. Yeah. Well, he's smiling. He's thinking to himself, here's what he's saying. He's going, that big fucking smile is, I screwed you, motherfuckers. I got a lot of money. It's really oh, yeah. You can't stand any better than that. Yeah. That's Joel Osteen, the, 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 the <laughs> biggest of the criminals, in my opinion. Oh, yes. Um, there's another one coming up I want you to see. Where is he? He's coming up here shortly. Um, let me see. Where did you go there? Oh, here you go. Here she is. Joyce. Joyce Myers. Yeah. Oh. Another one. First of all, she calls herself a pastor. No. Which already is unscriptural. Yeah, she's just not qualified. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. It's a man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You never would think a woman would want it. That, no. it's, it's, yeah. She has no biblical authority. Mm -hmm. No. God chose men to preach. That's what it was. Yep. She's one of these people that talks about, and she's a Southern woman. So she's mm -hmm. another one of them that'll smile and tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> Bless your heart. And, and she's got these lips that look like fucking duck lips. I was mm -hmm. She looks like Howard the Duck. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, I remember that movie. Yes. 80s. That movie was a great movie. By the way. Yeah. Starring George mm -hmm. Myers. 
<laughs> Go figure. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's this is this is Pastor Steve's favorite, Robert. Robert Tilton. He, I wrote him as a kid. He sent me a prayer cloth, actually. That's yeah. his claim to fame. Let me tell he you. Did. I want to tell you a little something about that prayer cloth, there, Pastor. <laughs> Let me give you a little. I'm going to give you a little lesson in those prayer cloths. If you sent Robert Tilton a letter or a donation, preferably a donation, he would send you, I can't make this up, he would send you a little cloth, and he would say it's, it's blessed with holy oil, okay? The same holy oil that anointed our Lord. Oh, wow. Later, wow. It gets good. Hold on. Somebody from inside his organization went in with a hidden camera for a news okay. crew. Okay. Yeah. They had a pair of glasses like this. Uh -huh. And there was a camera in the middle of the glasses. And here's what they did. They showed the world more than 100 people wow. sitting in a room at tables with stacks of cloth and eyedroppers <gasps> dropping eyedroppers of baby oil oh no prayer cloths baby oil, baby oil. oh yeah. that's you know what oh, no. it's cheap cheap baby oil mm -mm. they ha I can't make this up you can't, I, how do i say it every week folks exactly. you can't make this shit up you can't because the wait a minute, we haven't even talked about Peter Popoff yet. Mm. Oh, he's a character that. One. Oh wait, we're <laughs> going to talk about him. I'm going to. There was a movie made on him, and we're going to talk about it after this. But that water, it was the leap of faith with Steve. Oh yeah. We're going. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a second. But Robert Tilton's claim to fame was: send me a thousand. If I can get a hundred people to send me a thousand dollars. Well, praise God, we're going to do some miracles for the world, right? Mm. He sent you a prayer cloth that cost about three cents, okay? Because he had stacks of them. I mean, just hundreds of thousands of, of prayer cloths. And these little people were taking their little eyedroppers, right? Yes. Just dropping a little oil and a little oil. <laughs> wow. You can't make this up. You can't, but he was one of the, he ended up going to jail for a little bit and believe it or not, I can't even believe this. He's still alive. He's still doing ministry again too. Yeah. Yeah. Who oh. I'll tell you who else is too. We're going to talk about in a minute. The Baker guy. Oh, Jim. Yeah. Our favorite Baker. <laughs> not my favorite Baker. He doesn't make any baked goods, does he? No. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this is a guy from my day. Uh, Amelia, you're a little... I'm going to give you a little history lesson here, Amelia. Okay. You deserve a little history lesson. <laughs> Back in the day, there was a movement, a, a religious movement called the Charismatic Movement. Mm, One of the leaders of the Charismatic Movement was the gentleman you're looking at. An old-fashioned Baptist preacher named Reverend Ike. Okay. You've heard me talk about Reverend yes. Ike on the show. Absolutely, yes. You are now looking at Reverend Ike. Oh. 
he was one of the first people to preach the prosperity gospel. In case you're not looking at these pictures, take a good look of him and next to his Rolls Royce and him next to his other cars. Yeah. And, you know. That his congregation paid for, probably. Yeah, and the building that he owned and all this other stuff. Just, just hundreds of thousands of dollars in stuff that people donated to his church that, that enabled him to, to build this wealth. Wow. Now, I will say this, though. Bless his heart. The, you know, <laughs> bless his heart. <laughs> the late Reverend Ike, he passed away in 2006. Reverend Ike was at least entertaining. He was an entertaining liar, by God, mm -hmm. you know? And at least he made you laugh while he was taking your money. Mm. But Reverend Ike was one of the first of the old time um, <laughs> shysters, let's put it that mm. way. Here, in my opinion, is a guy that doesn't get enough credit. His name is the Reverend Ernest Angley. Hmm. Now, you remember him, Pastor? Vaguely, you two? I think I know the name. He was based out of Philadelphia. Ainsley. Reverend Ernest Ainsley had a building in North Philly, of all places, okay. which is predominantly black. And guess what? It was designed that way. Ernest Ainsley preached almost exclusively to black folk because he considered them dumb and stupid and naive. And he knew that black people loved the Lord. So much so that they would part with their hard-earned money. Okay? Yeah. A lot of them are struggling to live. And he would, he, he would pray, P-R-E-Y. That, that's what they do. There's a movie out. It's an independent movie called Let Us Pray, P-R-E-Y. And it's based on these fucking horrible, miserable, cock-sucking motherfuckers that prey on people's weakness on their faith, on their money, on their desperation. I hate them all. And I don't use the word hate a lot, but I hate these people. I hate them. And they, oh. they disgust me to the point of th that nothing that can be done about it. And that's, the, yeah. that's what really disgusts me more, that you can't do anything to stop them. Yeah, they're allowed yeah. to go with it. The most notorious... Frickin' frack, I called him. <laughs> and I knew someone who knew both of these people very, very, very well. Jim and Tammy Baker. I knew a guy named Frank Yeager who used to work for the PTL club. Yeager, I know. Yeah, we have a Yeager that's a member of Union, actually. Okay. This guy was Frank Yeager from um, here in New Jersey. Uh -huh. And he knew Jim and Tammy. He worked for them. Well. He knew them very, very well. Yeah. Tammy, of course, had cancer, passed away. God rest her soul. I hope that she's made amends, and I hope that her soul is, is purified now. Um, Jim Baker's a piece of slime. Because okay. he's, this is the guy, and I want to remind everybody, in case you don't know, Jim Baker's the guy who went on television and said that he had an oil that could cure coronavirus. Mm. Okay. okay. He had, uh, he held it up. 
a silver bottle. Nobody knows what was inside it because you're not required to list the ingredient. Right. The FDA shut his ass the fuck down so fast he could have heard a pin drop in that church. Folks, let me tell you what he was selling in case you don't understand. He was selling nothing but water. Wow. Okay? Water. That's what was in this bottle. He was selling water for $75 a bottle. Oh. This big. And said it would cure coronavirus. Go back and look at the clip if you think I'm bullshitting. Google it. Jim Horrible. Baker, coronavirus cure. Google it. Wow. Can't make this shit up. Wow. Um, Tammy but Baker... She was just as bad. This is a woman who spent, I'm not making this up, folks. She spent $50,000 for a dog house for her dog. Wow. It had air conditioning, heat. It had doors that the dog could go in and out of. It was like, it looked like people don't live this fucking good no. the way her dog lived. Okay. And this is a church that built a six billion, I'm sorry, uh -huh. not billion, a six uh -huh. million dollar wow. amusement park. Okay? A six million dollar amusement park called uh called um uh, Liberty Land in conjunction with your friend Jerry Falwell, <laughs> right? Which you're gonna see him tonight too. <laughs> Um, or up for a commercial break, by the way. Not right now, Amelia. We're going to oh, bypass okay. that commercial. Okay, perfect. Because we've got too much going on here. Um, in fact, ladies and gentlemen, I feel generous tonight, and so do our sponsors. We're going to give you a commercial-free show. Perfect. We will only pause for station ID. Um. So, oh, we got somebody in the chat room. Who's in the chat? Leon's here. Ernest Angley was, where was he, Leon? In Cleveland in the 80s. Yes, he was from Philadelphia. That's a fact. He was here every weekend. And you're right, he moved to Cleveland, Ohio back in the 80s. Then I think they finally got fed up with him there, too. Um, I digress. Anyway, Tammy Baker was as culpable as her husband. Because she knew better. She kept the secrets. So she was just as bad. Do I feel sorry for the woman? I absolutely do. Um, she's gone now. This guy is the most egregious of them all. Hmm. Jerry this Falwell. is the Reverend Jerry Falwell. And I use the word reverend very, very loosely. There's nothing right. reverend about him. He was a slime ball. Apparently so was his son. Apparently, so is his daughter-in-law. The daughter-in-law cheated on Jerry Falwell Jr. Now he's trying to make amends by doing the, finally doing the right thing. So maybe there's one Falwell that's going to do the right thing. But this piece of shit, talking about underhanded, he single-handedly stole the PTL club from Jim and Tammy Baker. You know how he did it? Hmm. By using the law. By using the law against Jim and Tammy Baker and using the law for his own gain, Jerry Falwell acquired, he became the trustee of the PTL club. 
and then he became the head of its board of directors, and Jimmy and Tammy Baker were out. They were out. And then that, that's when really their descent into hell began. Um, what a scumbag this guy was. Total scumbag. Wow. Got one more for you. There he is. No, that this thing. guy is just evil. Yeah. Amelia, I want you to take a look at some of the faces on this man. Mm -hmm. Okay. His name is Kenneth Copeland. Oh, yes. I've heard the name. Uh, yes, mm -hmm. you have. You heard it from me. Kenneth Copeland. You're going to see a video of him tonight, too. Mm -hmm. Kenneth Copeland is straight up demonic. His oh. eyes turn black. I've watched his eyes turn black. He's got crystal blue eyes. Yeah. Hmm. But when he becomes possessed by that energy, and it's happened to him, you're going to see it. You're actually going to see it happen. Um, he's evil. This is this is part of why I say this is the new religion of exclusion. You have to make a certain amount of money to join Kenneth Copeland's church. Hmm. You got to make over 500k a year. To join wow. his church. Did you know that? I did not know that. And he requires you to tithe. But guess what? Tithing's not in the Bible. No. What they talk about in the Bible about tithing, it's completely misunderstood and taken out of context. There's nothing in the Bible that says you got to tithe 10%. Not nowhere. Nowhere. It's completely taken out of context. We're going to do a whole show on it. This is Kenneth Copeland. He's just evil. He's just an evil guy. Yeah. Um, and you're going to see Kenneth Copeland in action tonight. Um, I wanted to set the tone for the night because I'm pissed off and I'm angry. Yeah. And I'm angry at the church, all churches. And I'm angry with spirit, all spirit. Uh, and I'm angry at God. And I'm a little pissed off at God. And I'm sure he feels the same way about me. Um but then again, to whom much is given, much is required, and nothing's been really given much to me. I don't have much, you know. What's required of me is to love God and love my neighbor. That's harder to do. Loving God's easy. Loving my neighbor is really difficult. We all do. We but, all go through that. Yeah, because mm -hmm. people today are fucking incorrigible. They are the, the people today are hateable. Oh yes, absolutely. I don't use that that it's term true. loosely. Mm -hmm. it's very true. And then we have to realize mm -hmm. we have to come back that people are just possessed by Satan's possessing them. Oh, absolutely. I I watched something earlier this morning. Yeah. About people dealing with demonic possession more so nowadays than ever. Ever. Mm -hmm. And um, when you're a believer, so I know for me. That I just I keep my distance mm -hmm. with certain people. Now I'll minister to them. Yes. Now how to keep that professional distance and not yeah. allow myself mm -hmm. to have their energy attach. Yeah. Because you know Jesus said, "You are the light of the world." Mm -hmm. So we should love all, set the example, but don't allow yourself to fall into that trap. Yeah. You know you have to self-preservation absolutely to serve, to serve others. We're going to take a commercial ID right now. We'll be right back. Let's give us 30 seconds. What's Buzz Podcast wants to welcome Radioactive FM 88.6. 
in Wellington, New Zealand, Radio Perth, Australia, and RTL Radio 102.5 in Milan, Italy. Welcome aboard, and welcome to the bus. How did God become a bigot? Tonight's show, The New Religion of Exclusion, joined by Pastor Steve Kukowski and the Pitbull herself, Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman, the mouth of the South herself. <laughs> I am the Mad Dog, and tonight we are going to take a ride on the, um, on the darker side of religion. Um, you're going to see why people don't go to church anymore. You're going to witness why people don't, don't go to church anymore and why... God himself isn't trusted. Right. And why God isn't trusted, you're going to see. Let's mm-hmm. just do that from um, from the get-go. And, let's, and we'll stop this along the way. Let's take a look at this. Okay. What are, you, what are you coming up here to do? You want you want to come take over the service? Uh, huh? Over the service. What, what do you want? What? I just want a prayer. Get out of here. Um, that? Steve Anderson. You know him? I do know him. Where is he from? He's from um, Arizona. He's from Arizona. Yep. He tell do me a favor. When you, can you get his get him on the phone? Because I, I want to tell him that he's a piece of fucking shit. He is. Okay. Yeah, I know of him. I don't know him personally, but oh. I know, but I know of him. That's faithful mm-hmm. church. Amelia, <laughs> that noise coming from your mic? No. Um. It's uh. Hold on a second. Second. Okay. So, uh, you know this guy then? Okay. Yeah, he's not a good person. He's no, evil. he's not. He's evil. I know I know who he is. I want to smack the fuck out of this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. The Absolutely, he, the way he's talking he like that. People get out of this church and everything else. Wait a minute. This is just part of a video. Yeah. They had seven people escorting this man out of this, out of this church. It's sad. Do you know what he said? The man? Mm-hmm. When, when the Mr. Your friend here? Well, he's not my friend. <laughs> you know, what do you want? That you know what the guy said? Prayer. Yep. He wanted prayer. This guy is what you call is the Messiah complex. Oh wait, you're going to hear it too. Watch. Can I get? Can I get a little grace? No, you can't. No, you, you get out of here. Get him out of here. Drag this bozo out. Pull him out. Hey, help him out. Get him out. And you know what? Anybody wants to come up here and take over the service? We'll throw you out of here, buddy. This church is not a free-for-all. This isn't an open mic. This isn't a karaoke bar. Okay? I'm the man of God here. I meet the qualifications. I run this church. And if you don't like it, then get out. This is not some church where every first-time visitor and brand-new believer and people who have never even read the Bible are going to come up and take over the service. His name's Steve Anderson? Yeah. Hey, Steve Anderson, I'm going to make sure you get a copy of this show tonight because I got a word for you. In fact, I got a couple of words for you. Fuck you, you piece of shit, cocksucker homo. Fuck you, asshole. You don't deserve to be in a church, you cocksucker. Fuck you. He's a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's a fucking pussy is what he is. A big hairy snatch is what he is. Okay? Very evil person. He's a pruny vagina. Fuck him. Not happening. Okay? If you want that kind of watered-down leadership, go to some house church with your Amish buddies and sit around. Hey, sit down. 
There will be 50 people give $1,000 and do it right now or I am finished. I want you to listen to that again. Oh, wait, he's evil. I'm not worth your Gucci. You can buy a Movado watch in Sam's. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. And y'all know I asked for one last year. Here it is the whole way in August. I still ain't got it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Let's I, I kind of find this guy a little humorous. I'm going to tell you why. Because <laughs> his congregation, he thinks his congregation promised him a Gucci watch last year. Oh, that's just ridiculous. Or, yeah. or several months back. Yeah. Okay. Now he's calling him on it. Where's my Gucci? Yeah. This is what he's talking about. He wants his designer Rolex or watch or whatever. He kicked down the door and talked to my cheap sons and daughters. I don't want to hear no more excuses about what y'all can't afford. You can't afford it because you don't see the value here. Okay. This is Kenneth Copeland. You're going to witness something. I had to watch this three or four times to realize to realize what was going on. Yeah. Speaking in a combination of a demonic language and he's speaking backwards. Huh. You hear what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. He's speaking backwards. backwards. Listen and pay no attention to the words on the screen. She go off. Tevre mahon bo brother, you did this to cinema hunt at gay. Are you hearing what's happening here? He's speaking in in a demonic tongue. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Well, we all know what comes out of the Middle East is satanic. Mm -hmm. The truth. By the way, you heard him twice mention the word Google. Google, yeah. Google. Google. Okay? He look at the word. It's Google. Mm-hmm. It, it's pronounced Google. Okay. You know what Google is? It's an incantation for Satan. Right. <laughs> You see what the caption says? Mega church pastors. It's all about Jesus. It's also about mega church pastors. Read it. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's what it says right there. Thank God at the end of the day that I that the Lord chose me to be an Anglican priest. Simple to the point. And this, I look at this like, church is a 50,000 seat arena. That's his church. River today, November 9th, 2023. 
Everything that we Okay. I must warn people about this upcoming clip. And okay. it's quite important. The woman that you're listening to here, she's a member of the Rothschild family. Oh, they're she family. is a oh. a straight up Rothschild. You're going to hear her talk about what they do for fun. Okay? It's not fun. You are you have been warned. Okay? Get the small kids out of the room. Let's continue. Everything that we do, the babies we eat, the Yes, she said that. The babies we eat. Okay? Barbara Marks Hubbard is a direct relative, a direct relative of the Rothschild. So is Hillary Clinton. Yeah, absolutely she is. Yep. Absolutely. You see it right there. When we're playing, there's, there's no... It kind of looks like Hillary in the face. Look at that. Yeah. Absolutely. But here we go. The babies that we eat. Let's play it again. Everything that we do, the babies we eat, the... See, their their colors are coming out. They can't even keep their own secrets secret any longer. That's these are the side effects of living these satanic lifestyles. Mm -hmm. You you start glitching. You start going crazy. It's this this paranoia about being the most powerful, intelligent, and cunning person. And where did we just see that, Pastor? Your friend. Peter Anderson, Stephen Anderson, whatever. Stephen Anderson. I actually found out about him years ago on YouTube. He started his church in a little tiny storefront. Yeah. And it was a small congregation. Mm -hmm. Power, the power started getting to his head. He's like, and, and as clergy, we call that the Messiah complex. Uh-huh. People that put themselves in place of God. This guy got power hungry. He's a narcissist to the point that. Oh, he now has to feed his ego by putting others down. Um, he's mentally ill, and honestly, he's a very dangerous individual. Oh, absolutely. Evil, evil to the core. You hear this young lady here speaking truth. You start going crazy. It's this, this paranoia about being the most powerful, intelligent, and cunning person. It's like eventually that, that, that's the very thing that will ruin you. Pride, arrogance, that's what it is. Like this mentality of you being superior. You don't achieve Christ consciousness by forcing it. It's, it, it's the opposite. You allow it, but no, you, you need it to do it by force. <laughs> Reap the consequences. <laughs> Lay in that bed <laughs> that you made for yourself. Anyone else ready for the rapture? I know I am. I'm tired of it here. And I'm mainly tired of because of the religious zealots. The kind that sit there and can't even keep their religion to themselves, you know? God, come get your people! Take them away! They fucking shit up again! See, he ain't listening. I'm talking about the people. Do you hear what she said? God, come and get your people to fucking shit up again. 
Yes. And guess what? She's a hundred percent right. Many are called. You be chosen. Uh huh. Well, they need the the. the, the we're going to talk about that too. Hearing the voice of God, knowing the voice of God, because mm -hmm. I've never heard it and I don't know it. It's, and I'll tell you straight up, I've never heard it. I don't know it. It, it can be audible or it can be done in signs. I, I have been it. waiting my whole life mm -hmm. to hear that voice, that vision, and I've not heard it yet. The vision years ago that happened to me, remember, are you hungry? Are you hungry? Yeah. That, mm -hmm. that was audible. And I seen his face. And if I face. did hear the, the voice of God, I wasn't aware that it was the voice of God. Let's put right. it that way. That happened in that vision just once. Yep. Blood here that haven't even read the fucking Bible. They're just going on what whatever preacher, whatever person's opinion of the Bible was. They're not forming their own, which is a bad, big, big problem. You know what I mean? Like, y'all can't even damn think for yourself. And you call other people sheep. Yet you say the Lord's Prayer where it says you are his sheep and he is your shepherd. Again, make it make sense. If you cannot live by your Bible, then you cannot force other people to live by your Bible. Like, make it make sense. This is the reason why I don't understand it. You religious zealots. Y'all are the problem. Yeah, we need a rapture. Y'all need to fucking leave. Y'all are basically sitting here trying to create another Dark Ages. Stop. That's how you stifle innovations. Your God knows we're tired of y'all. I need to fucking leave. So pray for that rapture. Hey, TikTok. I'm here with a um, Bible-beaten neighbor of mine that I love to really... It's pretty bad when even old people are fucking mean, miserable, and nasty. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, so I asked them, "How come, you know, in the Ten Commandments, there isn't a commandment that says, 'Thou shalt not poison the earth'?" So his response was, "God gave us dominion over all the earth, so we're allowed to kill animals and etc." And I said, "Oh, well, what about 'Thou shalt not enslave people'? Wouldn't God want that?" His answer was, God says the owner should treat his slaves like everyone else, and the slaves should obey, because by this, they will both get their way into heaven. Yeah. <laughs> More to come, because I can't stop asking this guy questions. <laughs> what you're referring to is Hamas's old charter, uh, which was changed in 2017. But in that old charter, they refer to that day of judgment and times prophecy that Zionists believe in. So in a weird, twisted way, what Hamas's old charter said about exterminating Jews is what Zionists want to happen to Jews. And while a pregnancy might have been difficult on a... Now, let me explain to you what's going on with this chick. Because she's, she's like might be the craziest of the crazy. Okay. This is a woman... She's a, she's a school teacher. God help us. Mm -hmm. But she's also one of these morally uprighteous individuals who feels like it's her place, you know, to, to wave her hand across the world and everybody has to listen. Okay. Listen to this woman and her quote facts, unquote. Because not a word of what she said is factual. I checked it today. Zionists want to happen to Jews. And while a pregnancy might have been difficult on a 10-year-old body, a woman's body is designed to carry life. That is a biological fact. It is not designed to have disgusting death instruments remove her preborn child from her womb. Both situations would be difficult. But we know for a fact that every single time, life wins. And she said the word fact three times already. Uh -huh. 
about a 10-year-old girl that's pregnant, and she's calling her a woman. That's stupid. Okay. She's calling a 10-year-old girl a woman. Let's, I'll play it back from the beginning for you. Because I want you to hear, just hear this. Biological fact. It is not designed to have disgusting death instruments remove her preborn child from her womb. Both situations would be difficult. But we know for a fact that every single time, life wins. And that, again, is a statistical fact. We are. She used the word fact seven times in a 39-second clip. Okay? I checked her facts. Not one of her facts is a fact. Not one. Well, yeah, she, she was a bit much. Now, what... Do you think? Yeah, <laughs> you I think? don't... You know, I'm extremely pro-life. Um, well, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, yeah, she heard... Where was she? Um, I, I know I've seen her face before. Um... I don't know, maybe at the, the Philadelphia Zoo. <laughs> she looks familiar. Now, Jeremy, if she's one of our people from Jersey, God help us over. No wonder we're fucked. Jeremiah 1 5, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And so that's where I always go back. God knows. Should, you know, um, I leave it up to the individual to make their choice. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. it's part of my stance, you know. But I've actually had people who were members of my parish that came to me and said, Pastor, I have an abortion. I need grace. I need love. Right. You know, and I've literally, you know, God forgive. God knows your heart. You know, mm -hmm. um, does God want you to have an abortion? Absolutely not, because it's murder. I mean, that's what the Bible teaches. Mm -hmm. But we should always be open arms to forgive someone and extend grace. Yes. Not everyone has the ability to have a child and take care of it. Uh, abortion is, uh, and I, you're looking at a guy who paid for an abortion, so I, I have very strong feelings on this. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was my sister's abortion. Mm -hmm. um, so understand that I'm not going to dog anybody no, that I'm has not. an abortion. I'm not certainly not going to call them a murderer. Um, you you can call it whatever you want to call it, yeah. but there are some people who just can't have that kid. Sure, there's been certain, like, people that can die even trying to bear a child. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been instances. Women died regularly in yeah. childbirth. That some, was... That was the problem with that one woman that came to me and she said, I had to or I would have died. Mm -hmm. And I said, look, God knows your heart. Pray, yeah. Pray on it and, you know, and yeah. work it out with the Lord. You know, I mean. Work it out with fear and trembling. That's it. Each individual should do that. Exactly. Let's take a look. At the Christian Taliban. This is Listen this is this. the era of Christian nationalism. Christian nationalism is on the rise, and people are thirsty for it. They are hungry for this. And we are... Okay. What he already said is, is blatantly false. I checked it today. I, went, I actually went on Google, and I searched Christian nationalism. It's on the rampant decline, not incline. The thing is, is that just because you... Look, 
and I and no disrespect, but people who are of a minority group can be proud of their race. Sure. Why can't whites be proud of our race? Absolutely. But yet, if you are white, proud of your race, and proud of being Christian, mm -hmm. you're automatically a nationalist. Yeah. But um, that's the leftist ideology. Of course it is. And, that's, and they want that because they don't want anybody coming to Christ. Remember what the name of the show is, Pastor? Mm -hmm. yep. The religion of exclusion. exclusion. That's exactly right. And how did God become a bigot? Yep. That's you. We're going to, we're fine. You're, you're finding out, you're learning, folks. You're, you're understanding now in full technicolor how God. The Christian Taliban. And we will not stop until the Handmaid's Tale is a reality. And even worse than that, These people. to be honest. Yes, we do have to start rolling back. The, there was this article from The Atlantic where it's like, well, Alito is on a mission to roll back the rights of, of women. To roll back the past hundred years of rights that were given to women. Yes. Yes, that is that is what we're doing. And uh, it's only going to get worse for you from here. Well, a leading Saudi academic has proposed to relocate the body of... Pro this one's interesting. No, what he was talking about was the guy that was doing this radio show. He's a, a an extreme fundamentalist. Like the Bible is verbatim letter to letter. That's what they believe. Okay which we know it's not. It's a guidebook. It's a, you can't, I don't care, and I'll argue this point with pastors, with professors, with lay people. The Bible cannot be taken literally. You can't, you, you'll die trying to live the literal Bible life. You will die. Christ spoke in hyperboles, and, right. which is basically, and um, lessons, lessons, and stories. And they're so I always say the Bible is God's truth better than when we say that because it's our guidebook. And instead of saying God's word, now we talk about the Old Testament mm -hmm. as far as the Torah is concerned. Like right. Genesis, a lot of it would have been like whispered down the late oral tradition. Mm -hmm. um, but there are guidelines and there's over 600, you know, laws, as far right. as the Mosaic laws are concerned. Sure. And that's why Christ came. He said, look, you can't follow all these. If you've broken one, you've broken the law. Well, and that's kind of a, a blanket statement. You know, that that gives somebody with my mindset the, the mindset to say, well, fuck it then. I may as well just break them all then. Well, if I, I broke one, I may as well break them all. What the fuck? Right. He said then, the first and great commit. You said it tonight. You should love your mm -hmm. love, Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind. The second right. is like unto it. You know, mm -hmm. to love your neighbors yourself. Those, you know, because he realized, look, you couldn't follow those 600 old laws. The Jews still try. They're no. still trying. Right. And look, look what did it, look what good it did them. Yeah. Look at them now. Yeah. Or That's confuse a kid when they're little, trying to pray to God when they're little, and then somebody so-called all Christian says, "Okay, how do you say your prayers?" And they say, "Well, I say the Our Father," and then I say. God bless mommy, daddy, and family. And this is, and I love you, God. And then she turns around and says, why do you say I love you to God? You shouldn't say I love you to God. I'm like, what? what? Wait a minute, why? Confuses a child. Well, that's right? why the Lord said, you know, that he would be in the hearts of mankind because they kept going to the temple trying to like, mm -hmm. so when the congregation leaves the church building, it's an yeah. empty building. Mm -hmm. Now, Now God's living on our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Yeah. This is an interesting story here coming up. 
this made uh, world news also. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't heard this, this is kind of getting a lot of buzz. Yeah. Um, the Muhammad, the leader of the Muslim faith. Yeah, fucking right. Well, there. He was absolutely a pedophile, absolutely yeah. a child molester, absolutely a uh, uh, a hedonist. We know that. Yeah. Um, but he's dead. Yeah. Um, Christ is alive. It, well, it was, they're, all, they're all dead except for Christ. Yeah. Right. Um, here's the thing, though. They're thinking about moving his body. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna set the story up for you here. Um, he is the most beloved prophet in the Muslim world. To move his body would be like sacrilege, right? Yeah. All right. Well. Take a listen to this. Prophet Muhammad in a move that is expected to draw an angry response from the Muslim world under the controversial proposal the tomb of Islam's prophet could be destroyed and his body removed to an anonymous grave in the nearby Al-Bari cemetery. Yeah. Guys, this day... Let's talk about this for a minute. What do you think? What? In fact, you know what? Let's do this. Let me pull this down. Um, what do you think, Pastor? Oh, what I M think about that? There, Islam is on the rise right now. I mean, it's poor England. You know, we have beautiful, you know, being an Anglican priest, I mm -hmm. appreciate my ancestry through the church and our lineage. Christianity was attacked then. This is why we had the Crusades, right? During mm -hmm. the time when the church had to rise up. People say, oh, well, you Christians did bad things to Islam. Do they forget what Islam was doing to Christians, mm -hmm. how they were murdering Christians then? And then the church rose up, you know, during the time of the Templar to protect the church. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. happening again today. They are taking our churches. If you and see, Satan is very subtle. Oh boy, He'll, you know, and they have a subtle way to reach people, mm -hmm. like like he did in the garden. Mm -hmm. Eat of the fruit, ye shall not die. Well, you know what? They're having a movement of subtlety. You know, when the devil wants you, he caresses your soul. So that's what's happening with Islam nowadays. And the rise of Islam is a sign of the times. What does the Bible say? That the Antichrist will come from the Middle East. Mm -hmm. And they're in China's in bed with them. So mm -hmm. what's, uh, what's going on right now and what we're seeing in instances like this mm -hmm. is all prophetic. Well, let's talk about that statement that you made. The Antichrist will come from the Middle East. And we, we've known that for... Yeah, because if you, if you read the Bible, you understand. Mm -hmm. um, who on the horizon matches that criteria? Do you first of all, do you think that he's here now? I do. Okay, if you were to venture, I don't know who he is? But I, I, have I was just—that's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> I have. A, if you had to venture, give me like, like two, three guesses. I, I believe Obama's connected directly. Oh, I'm, I'm with you on that. That's what I was going to say, Obama. I, I, I do believe that. And um, there's somebody else, too, that I forget the name. But anyway, I'm going to go toward Obama with that one. His you direct know, connection with a lot of people, Rev, are talking about our, our buddy Elon Musk. You know, and I mentioned that last time. I yeah. think, I think too. I mean, because again, Satan is subtle. He's very subtle. Very subtle, and he's doing some good things. Remember something: Satan can do good things. Absolutely. 
And sure. you know, he can He's all about feeling people, good. Uh-huh. Giving you some security blanket. Do people understand pastor what satanism really is? Go about feeling it, good. It, it, that's exactly what it is. Feel good. Satanism is all mm-hmm. about pleasure. Not that these churches all are going about to pleasure that's what, and that's what they're teaching they're not teaching the conviction of your sins mm-hmm. to listen to that inner feeling you know when god when we're convicted of something yeah you know we want to change right that's yeah. the paranoia means to mm-hmm. repent go go toward god come yeah. away from what you were doing to separate you from god these mm-hmm. churches are just telling people they're fine the way they are you just you just said it. it's up on the screen the new religion of exclusion yeah. separation correct that's, That's what we've been talking about this all night. And it's from the true gospel of what the Bible teaches. Exactly. People don't understand just how dire. Um, and, and first of all, I, let me apologize, folks. Um, I get very passionate about this subject matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said some things that about uh, Pastor Anderson, whoever the hell he is. Um I don't know you, Pastor Anderson. I don't like you. Um, <laughs> He's a hard I've life. never, I, I haven't wished you ill and I haven't wished you death. I would never, ever, God forbid, ever do that. But I don't like you. And I think somebody should, and I think somebody should bitch slap you. Yeah. <laughs> but teach him how to preach. <laughs> for, for those of you who may have been offended by my, my language, I did issue a disclaimer tonight. But I also want to apologize if I've offended anybody. Um, Michael, I, I mean, because I have a higher moral compass in this house besides myself. <laughs> and I can only hear my wife. <laughs> anyway, um, that's for you, Nita. Um, but we have uh, some other things to take a look at here. Let's take a look at this. Center Rising Generations is where one same-sex couple used to send their child. This is one of the most bizarre stories I have ever heard. Um, And I want you to, as a pastor now, as a pastor, I want you to chime in on this and just let it roll where nobody's going to say anything until it's done. Mm -hmm. But that all changed a few weeks ago when the director of the daycare left them a disturbing voicemail. It was an early February morning when Kelly Gibbs got a voicemail from her child's daycare. It was the director, Kamisha Munford from Rising Generations, who left a very disturbing, a, a very disturbing message. And uh, the phone conversation was equally as disturbing. Uh, telling me that she was a prophet from God and that we needed to split up. That voicemail shared with Fox 5 by the family. Hi, Mrs. Gibbs. This is Miss Kamisha calling from Rising Generations. I'm so sorry to have to call you this late and to be calling you from my um, personal private cell phone, but I had to call to let you know that um, I'm a prophet um, and God often speaks to me through dreams and visions. That would be my first red flag. I'm a prophet, and God often speaks to me in dreams and visions. Hold on, pastors. Don't say a word. Don't, don't say a word. Not a word. I know. I said, I know you. I know you. I've known you a long time. I, 
Amelia, I know when his eyes get a certain look, mm. I know this kid. Oh, the wheels are turning. You can see. Let, let, let it roll. Yeah. Okay, so now you know where we're at, okay? She's a prophet, and she gets her visions and dreams. Okay. This so, kind of prophet. Exactly. And the word of the Lord says that God wants you and your wife to split up. And I am so sorry to have to tell you this. I also speak in tongues. I pray in tongues. The nature of the message. She she spoke in tongues there for you know. Of course, it's gibberish, repet you know, a, a vain repetition. Well, the Bible again. The Scripture says that one must require an interpreter. Interpreter. Paul yeah. said that, and yet we were already giving the language. We have the exactly. the tongue of Anglo-Saxon. Actually, that is our tongue. That, Absolutely, that we learn to pray in. Yeah. And then someone else might have the tongue of Spanish mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. Well, listen and to all this. this tongue business. It's just, I'm always. Well, I, I got a woman here and it's a lion tongue. Listen to this. The yeah. itself was so dark and disturbing that we were like, what the, you know? She listened to it. And then there we sat and stared at each other for the next half hour of what should we do? She can't go back to school there, right? The family says the daycare is not religious and there has never been any indication of disapproval toward the couple's same-sex marriage. I personally had interaction with her at least three times a week um, and never anything. Um, so completely out of the dark. Not even as much of a have a blessed day. So this came out of left field. On its website, Rising Generation says it follows federal civil rights laws, stating it does not discriminate on the basis of race, religion, national origin, or sex. We tried several times to speak with the director, Kamisha Munford, but she was not at the daycare. Her father and one of the owners of Rising Generations was, yet he had no comment or statement for us. But that voicemail. I'm not sorry um, that God has spoken this word to me, but I am sorry that I had to deliver it to you. She says, I'm not sorry that God spoke these words to me, but I'm sorry I had to deliver it to you. Huh. Okay. All right. Now, Amelia, mm -hmm. I'm going to I am going to acquiesce to Pastor Steve because he's chomping over Oh, here. go for it. <laughs> so, Pastor, a biblical, have at it, my friend. A biblical marriage, as far as what the scripture refers to, is to, you know, procreate. Mm -hmm. Husband yeah. and wife, a man and a woman. They can procreate. Now, there's also been the argument for years about David and Jonathan having a covenant. Mm -hmm. Was it a brotherly covenant or was it more? Is there more definitions of the word eunuch? Mm -hmm. Eunuch, um, you know, the scripture says that there are those who are born eunuchs and those who are made to be eunuchs. Right. Um, Paul also speaks about the thorn in his side. Right. And I believe just said to work out one's salvation with sure. fear and trembling. Yep. I believe in the traditional definition of marriage because marriage was ordained by God for a man and a woman to procreate. And so when it comes to that, my approach, though, if, if, if in fact God did speak to her in some mm -hmm. way, I would have literally. Big if, brother. It's a big if. Big if. Big if. Because, you know, we, you never know. But I would, have, <laughs> I would have just called that person. That's impulsive. I would have actually befriended them and said, hey, you know, come over 
maybe we'll do dinner sometime. Let, let me. That's a very good point. Let me just add one thing to this in case you yeah. didn't hear the reporter. Uh-huh. This phone call was made at 3.10 a.m. Oh, my God. Okay, at 3.10 in the morning. Well, that's the good thing. Exactly. No accidents here. There's no accidents that it was 3 o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's the witching hour. We know that. Exactly. So you get where we're going with this. Yeah. Um, People need to understand that what we're talking about here, this is for real. Yeah. Um, I have a unique perspective on this. I, I have both the the heterosexual traditional I, viewpoint I and both sides understand but if two people love each other two women and you saw that the two women in that that clip let them work it out with god that's all you can and then do. and here's who is to say that they don't love each other only god knows and who is to say that two men can't love each other we know that men and men slept together in that day. We know women and women slept together in that day. We know that. And, and I said, you know what? And we know that they had carnal relationships. We know that. Let them mm-hmm. work it out with God. And not one of them mm-hmm. was killed or stoned for it. Well, even what he said when they were trying to throw the stone at the prostitute, Jesus said, stop. Mm-hmm. He without sin shall cast the first stone. Exactly. And if he appeared to Mary Magdalene, at the tomb, mm-hmm. out of everybody who was yes. the prostitute. But remember something: the prostitution was a crime yeah. in that time. Sure, prostitutes were considered criminals; therefore, they were punished. Two gay people in that time—I didn't know what gay was—but you know, two women together, or two men together, they were not breaking the law no. because they were loving, or whatever the you know they were. You can't define love for somebody. No, and I say you, you can't. If 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 you are gay in a relationship, or you're in a straight relationship, my advice is this: to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, either side. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Yeah. You know you if you have Christ in your heart, that's really what matters. Yeah. Work it out with Him. Now, should we call a marriage a marriage? You know. Now, I'm just telling you what the Bible teaches. Mm-hmm. Now. I do believe two people can love one another no matter who they are. So Sure. And if you were ever to come to visit Union Church, we would accept you, and you could come up and have communion. I mean, we welcome all. Mm-hmm. So you work it out with God, and God knows your heart. I mean, that's it. There, I'm not going to mention the name of it, but there's a church in Tennessee yeah. that has a questionnaire before you can even join and the, one of the questions, I can't make this shit up. Yeah. Can't make it up, folks. One of the questions on the questionnaire is Have you ever had homosexual sex? Have you ever had homosexual tendencies? That's nobody's Have business. you ever had homosexual tendencies? That's Have you ever, business. And they ask you like a, a fucking that's, litany of questions. It's a Baptist church. <laughs> I can tell you. Really? Have you ever been a lesbian? No. Okay, there you go. Simple. You could come into the church then. Yeah. But if you ever thought about having a sex with a woman, then you could, then you can't come in. Listen. You know? Because then you would be a heathen. 
That's the mindset. Oh, even if we drank alcohol, we're heathens. This is what we're talking about. You drink alcohol, you're going to hell. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait a minute. I drink wine. I mean, I have wine. wine. Yes. Not in Tennessee, brother, because I got news for you. The Protestants are going in the front door, and the Baptists are going in the back door. Mm -hmm. You know, and they meet in the middle. All the drunks. After church on Sunday, after Bible study on Wednesday night, they're all at the watering hole getting drunk together. But yet they'll mm-hmm. drink against drinking. Thank you. Yeah. And if, there's some cities that are dry uh, cities. Hypocrisy. Because mm-hmm. Jesus sat and drank with the, with everybody. Wine. Yes. He drank wine. wine. And he Thank broke you. bread. Cana, right? it, it, That's it, his first miracle. His mother mm-hmm. came to him and said, Jesus, we're out of wine. We need more yeah. wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he turned that water into wine. And yep. He, Oh, so, look. Well, it, you know, it's interesting you say that because I'm going to ask you a question about that. Yeah. Some people have an alternate view of the wedding at Canaan because Jesus said to Mary, my time has not yet come. Right. Okay. What the fuck was he talking about? My time has not yet come. I guess for his, his, what's the word I want to use? Because well, she's asking him to like, you know, can you get us some wine? Because uh, they were out of wine, right? Yeah, I mean, it was. Pro- I mean, he would only know what that means. As far as his crucifixion, now I don't know. I don't. No, this was early. Maybe his time when, to marry. That's where. That's what I'm going with. Because you and I did that show yes. about Jesus being married. Some people argue the point that it was his wedding. It was his wedding that they, the wedding at Canaan was Jesus' wedding to Mary. Yeah, there's been that recently. Because they knew each other for a long, since they were little kids. I'll say this much. Time will reveal, and it's revealing a lot in these days. Well, speaking of that, Pastor, you're, you're just where I want you to go with that. We have a very, very special, Amelia, you should have said this already. Uh, we have a very you're slipping kid. Uh, we have a very talking. why don't you tell them? You know what? Then I'll give you a chance to redeem yourself. <laughs> you were talking, so I didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> since well, when? Since you, you told me not to. <laughs> I never stopped you before, kid. I got <laughs> go ahead, tell everybody. Well, on November uh, next week, November 20th, we're gonna be doing an open forum um about being thankful or pretty much anything we want to do about you know, open forum again. And the 21st, we're going to be uh, doing our show on Tuesday about being thankful. We have a couple of shows. I'm going to do something a little different, you know, where Amelia and I are going to do uh, Monday's show is going to be called, it's kind of an open forum, but it's going to be called uh, The Good News. The Good News. We'll find some news stories in the news that reflect positive, yes, positive rather than all the negative that we see in nowadays. Yeah. That's like finding a needle in a haystack. Well, well we're going to walk. For, I'm example, to for example, you would be a part of that good news because of everything well, you do for the community. Well, Amen. of course. Yeah. You're yeah. done sucking up now. <laughs> yeah, you see you. what I have to deal with. <laughs> good, you love her because she's a pain in my I do. balls. <laughs> I yeah, see what I, I have mean, to deal with. <laughs> And then but, on the 27th, 
And then November 27th and 28th, we're going to be doing a two-part special on the Vatican. There you go. That'll be That's why we're getting into it. Because, yes. you That'll know, we talked one. about Jesus being married. I said to you privately before, and we talked about it publicly, I believe in my heart and soul that Jesus Christ was married. Yes. Um, of course, his name wasn't Christ. Christ means Messiah or chosen one. That's what the word Christ means. It means the chosen. Um, and that's from the Hebrew. But if we talk about Jesus as a person, forget for one moment that he was the incarnate God. He was also a man. And if he was God, as we believe he was, and he was man, he would have to, have to, do the things that men did. Get married, get angry, have sex, uh, reconcile, um, have children. He, he would happens. have to do all the things that a man did if he were truly man and God. He if And if he didn't, then that changes the whole narrative of the Bible, then it's all bullshit. You know, it's funny. I, You know, those of us who are Christian, right? Mm -hmm. Check this out for a minute. I'm not look, this is off the cuff. This is this is not the Bible, but I will say this as a human. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not even gonna don't even call me Father Pastor Steve, Father Steve. Don't don't do it. I'm gonna say this on a human level. Go for it. Just thinking outside the box for a minute. It it would be interesting to see everybody who's a Christian in the world mm -hmm. and find out that they were actually the blood lineage of him, if that were the case. Thank you. Let and me tell you, I'm going to we can use that form of predestination. Okay. If, will, if that ties in. I have a huge bone to pick right now. I watched wow. a show this week yeah. called Mysteries of the Faith. Mm -hmm. They had three things. They had seven objects. Three of them I seriously question. They have the quote quote unquote the holy grail hold on a minute yeah and it's a chalice is what they say but this chalice is that. ornate and with gold and it's so ornate it's not the kind of chalice that Jesus and his you know his buddies yeah. would would drink yeah. from first of all we know historically the chalice that Jesus drunk from drank from Drank from and drunk from. <laughs> that chalice was not, was not a golden chalice. The one we use at the altar is what he would have used at the church. Mm -hmm. And it's actually pottery. It's yeah. what we use or carved wood. That's what it was. It yes. was. We know this. We know factually from history that chalice that Jesus drank from was a wooden cup. And it wasn't a stemmed cup. It was a cup. Okay? It was a cup. A wooden fucking cup. Okay? That was the first thing that I had a problem with. Because they brought this big fucking ornate chalice out. I said, no way that Jesus ever drank from that. You know, he, was, he was the poorest of the poor, yet he was God. Exactly. The other thing is... He wouldn't have used... They presented like what they believed... That they want you to believe yeah. is the crown of thorns. Not 
happening? Who did this? Who says this? The church, the Catholic church. No. They can say a lot of things, but I wouldn't even. <laughs> no. my, my grandfather was that's very why we're doing Roman Catholic. That's why we're Protestant. doing the church. That's why we're doing the, the, the show. The Vatican. The secrets of the Vatican. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. That'll be cool. I think I'm digging it. Because I'm like going to show clips from this fucking thing. I'm, I'm digging this. Yeah, let's, okay. let's, let's check it out. I get very passionate about yeah, this. Yeah, you do. Oh, yeah. Yes. No, me too. I think it's cool. I mean, it's kind of really cool. I get, I get worked up. Yeah, because you want people to know the truth and quit telling the lies. I work my faith with fear and trembling every Amen. day. Yeah. And you know why? Amen. Because in, in an instant, God could say, guess what? You're done. Yeah. Okay? Like that. But yeah. I question God and I fight with God. And if I don't fight with him, I'm not communicating with him. <laughs> yeah. Am I lying? It's the truth. Yes. I just know your personality. I can That's see me. <laughs> I go for a walk every day. And I, in fact, I ran into Chris today. Do you know he tried asking me to take him down to the social services mm -hmm. office after I was on him for three weeks straight? Yeah. He kept giving me an excuse. It had to get almost below zero the other night. Yeah. For him to text me, mm -hmm. what a quakey thing. Yeah, take me to social services. I'm sorry, I can't. I was in the middle of painting my house. Jeez. But I kept on him. I saw him today. What did he say? We were talking about this stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I pray for him, you know. And Chris, if they you're say watching, he's got to go to the, uh, the hospital. We'll talk about it up the yeah. air. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we're doing two nights of Secrets <laughs> of the Vatican. Cool. The first show was called. Um, Secrets of the Vatican. The second one is um, uh, Inside the Vatican, What the Church Doesn't Want You to Know. Mm -hmm. that evil because I will that. tell you something. Oh, I firmly believe He's satanic, that man. Every, oh, yes. I believe the church, the Catholic church, was set up as a hierarchy for the devil. Oh, I believe that. Yes, absolutely. Yep. The Seven Hills of Rome. How about it? Okay. I believe it. The Seven Hills of Rome. You get Amelia, do I that one it. time. Just Google that. The okay. Seven Hills of Rome. Say, uh, Google the Seven Hills of Rome. And say, what does it mean? Yeah, it's like the seven layers of hell, basically. Well, not so much, but mm -hmm. I mean, it matches up to that in a way. In that ballpark, though. But yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Here's the thing. We do a lot of shows here that, that in, incite controversy. I do that for a reason, folks. It's all, all on purpose. It's all designed to get you to think, to talk, to debate, to argue with each other, with me, with Amelia, with Pastor Steve. Everything I do is very, very deliberate. I was going to say that word. Yeah, yes. very deliberate. I don't do anything by accident, and I do nothing by chance. And if you say I something on the air, here, it's the truth. I sit here for hours sometimes thinking of shows to do. Um, we got somebody else in the the chat. Who's this? Uh, oh, it's just... Um, Leon's still there. Leon's still here tonight, by the way. Hey, buddy. Good, good I haven't been able to kick him out yet. <laughs> Leon's cool. I like Leon. Yeah, Leon's. He's one of our regulars. Um, Amelia, what else we got going on? 
That was like for the end of um, the no November and everything. So what's coming up in December? Or uh, December the fourth. Next week. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, can you believe that? Yeah, because we got the holidays. <laughs> next week is Thanksgiving. I mean, that fast. This year, yeah. It um, I, I said to just, Nina yesterday. I said it's like summer was just yesterday, mm -hmm. and now it's Christmas time. We went from summer to Christmas. It's just like that. It's like blinking it. There it is. Uh, December the fourth, we're going to be doing a show about funny TikToks as well. Just kind of yeah. liven up the mood a little bit and. Mm -hmm. And then December the 5th, we're going to have... I uploaded 52 TikTok videos yesterday. For the first time ever, I did not get a strike against me. For <laughs> I'm so stoked about it. Yeah. And we're doing really, really well. Um, oh, those of you who have joined our TikTok, it is What's the Buzz Popcast. On TikTok at What's the Buzz Popcast. Nice. Uh, you can find Amelia there. I'm there. You can also find Amelia at Amelia Texas Girl 1971. Just look for the page with 75 million duets. That's Amelia's page. <laughs> she's got like she sings with naked cowboys on that page. Oh, I don't know what she's doing. Hey, I'm not naked cowboys. Sometimes uh, I redid ours too. <laughs> Whenever I go onto my TikTok, folks, the first 30 <laughs> videos I see are all Amelia. Here's what I do with my phone. I get on there and I go, <laughs> I just, I have to. I go through all of them because she's got, she does like 200 a day, I think. 200 a day? Why no? Maybe 150, but she does I don't even get on the phone during the week. It's on the weekends. Well, what are you doing? I mean, you're sleeping. No wonder you don't fucking sleep. You're up all night doing TikTok the way. Anyway, oh, yeah, what else yeah. we got? Um, December, we have... And then on the 5th, we have Stephanie Dudley uh, coming back as a return guest. Stephanie Dudley is one of my favorite people. I love this girl. Mm -hmm. She is an amputee that does not let anything Nothing. slow her down or stop her. Stop. Yes. Um, she's an activist for amputees everywhere. She works in, and I believe she works in the medical profession. Like yes, yeah, a receptionist, I believe, for a children's hospital. Oh, she works at a hospital. Okay. Mm -hmm. I thought so. Um, we also have, um, let me think. Oh, we got a couple of shows coming up. I believe it's going to be. Uh, a, December 11th, I think we're doing a show. Um, Amelia, did we talk about this yet? Uh, strange Christmas gifts, weird Christmas yeah. gifts. Oh, December 11th, our favorite Christmas childhood memories. Okay, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Favorite Christmas, not weird mm -hmm. Christmas. Okay. Yeah, we've talked about maybe doing that on the 12th, weird. probably. <laughs> My favorite stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then we got a couple other things. And Joining us again from the television show Family Affair, Johnny Whitaker. He played Jody on Family Affair. Yep. Remember Jody and Buffy? You want to come on that show? Yeah, come Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks. He, he's got an interesting story that you'll yeah. relate to as a pastor. Sure. Because he was a Mormon. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was, he was raised in... 
the traditional church. Sure. Then as he got older, his um his family adopted Mormonism. Oh. And his fa his family is actually like big, big oh, in the Mormon. Interesting. But he had to break away from it. Sure. I get it. He, he believes in Jesus now. Be interesting for you two to have a conversation. I would love it. Oh. Yeah. So a uh, Pastor C is going to be with us. Yeah, I would love oh, it. Perfect. It'll be his birthday. I think, I think he'll, he'll like you. I really do. Oh, yeah. He looks like Santa. He's got a big fucking bushy beard. How yeah. about him, Neil? Oh, absolutely. And it'll be, it'll be his birthday as well. White ponytail. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> He's a great guy, Johnny Whitaker. Oh, I, yeah. I, just, I texted him at home. I said, I want you on the show. He goes, I'm there. Mm -hmm. It's my birthday. It's going to be his birthday. Yeah. Oh, so it's his birthday show. We'll sing yeah. him happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. It's been a great, it's been a busy week. Yes, yes. sir. Man, it has been a busy week. Holy you're, shit. You're not, you're not kidding. Um, I'll tell you what, tomorrow night it's church. Uh, third, what do you got going on Thursday? What's going, what's happening Thursday, Mill? Uh, just our meeting that we sure, all you and have. I want to get together and talk a little bit. Okay, mm -hmm. um, folks, uh, so you know this is the kind of stuff that makes me hot under the collar. It gets my I'm Italian, you guys. That's it. I do. Can, that's it. That's yeah, I'm, it. I'm I'm Italian. I get you know it's in my blood. I get passionate. Mm -hmm. I get that's it. I'm emotional. Here. I'm mm -hmm. here. I know what you it's know? like. Yeah, the struggle's real. Yeah, what's the matter you? Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> on behalf right. of Pastor Steve, the rowdy Rev Kwiatkowski, <laughs> on behalf of Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman, I'm the Mad Dog, Angelo DeCipio. God bless everybody. God Take bless. care. We'll see you next week on What's the Boss? America's Best Podcast. Take care, folks. Good night.